happy Monday, everybody, and welcome to this edition of the Racing Insiders podcast. I am Kate Dillon from Crate Insider here today with Steve Hendren from Hendren Racing Engines. So tell us, Steve, how how has how have you been since the last time we were on the show? Not bad, actually. Pretty good. Okay. So. Yeah. A- anything, any new goings on? New goings on. Yes. Um, well, we got Dad's Memorial Race at Pittsburgh this week. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. And there's there's a whole lot going on with that race as mm-hmm. well. There is. Um, we're going up, what, Thursday? Thursday, yeah. And then there's, well, just tell us about the rundown with all the with all the payouts and how many races there well, they're are. Gonna, they're going to have a race in <clears throat> Tyler County on Thursday night. Uh, it's going to pay 4000 to win. And then the uh, first night of Dad's Memorial Race at Pittsburgh will be Friday night, and that pays 4000 to win. And then Saturday, in conjunction with the Lucas Oil Late Models, uh, it'll pay 10000 to win. Mm-hmm. And you worked really hard so, on that. Yeah. So congratulations on getting so, that massive purse. Somebody can win 18 grand if they win three in a row. So, yeah, it's pretty sporty. And that would be the Bill Hendren Memorial happening at Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania Motor Speedway, PPMS. Yep. Um, with the, with the people. Rush Racing Series. Rush Racing Series, Matt Miley from PPMS. Yep. Uh, great family. Uh, they, they're always so kind to us when we're up there. Mm-hmm. So I always appreciate it. Absolutely. That. No, it's, it's always a pretty damn good time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Oh, and I see um, if, you, if you're here with us live, drop in a comment, say hi, tell us where you're here from. If you have any questions, that's of course why we show up here every week. And for those who listen to us later on, you can catch us live on Monday nights at 7 p.m. Eastern on both YouTube and Facebook on the Crate Insider um channels on those so i see scott is here he says hi from california where politics is entertainment <laughs> yeah absolutely uh, and i think i almost would say too that entertainment is politics yeah yeah so my my facebook page got deleted today by facebook or or suspended or disabled and i had to file an appeal because apparently they don't like memes of hunter biden oh is that is the it most it's the most i can figure yeah. Because everything I've been dinged on here lately has been Hunter Biden stuff. Wow. I mean, I know. So it just goes to show that big tech and the White House are in collusion with each other. Oh, wait. I left my surprise face in another. So, what I had to do, anyways, I had to make another. I made another Facebook page, just impromptu, made one quick. Do not say that out loud because Facebook oh, is. We're fuck. on Facebook. What are they going to do? Kick me off again? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, shit. Yeah, yeah. I'll make another one <laughs> under a different name. So fuck them. But at any rate. You start tracking your IP address. They're going to take your Facebook away. Shit. I ain't worried about that. I'll use your computer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The next thing you know. My IP address shows up as Charlotte anyway. So they can, they can pound ass as far as I'm concerned. But it, at any rate. So yeah. But fortunately, I was able to download all of my content which I will be putting back on my new Facebook page. Sounds like you really need, like you, you need a n- new outlet. Have you thought about looking at locals? I need something different. Yeah. Just- if you go to locals.com, then you can make it so that number one, they're not going to censor you. Yeah. And you can build up your following. You could even do some kind of a paywall. If you wanted to, you wouldn't have to, but anything that was super sensitive and you feel like people would get offended over, 
then you maybe you put that behind the paywall, but you wouldn't have to. Well, the, the, the only thing that pisses me off about the whole thing is I lost access to my business account. Fortunately, and I tried calling you this morning to see if I made you an administrator, but fortunately, yeah, Alec, Alex is an administrator yeah, as well. Mm -hmm. So then one of the, you probably know how to do it better than he does. One of you can make my new account an administrator also, or oh, however yeah. that works. But, mm -hmm. yeah. but yeah, it just pisses me off. I mean, well, why I do mean, you think fuck Facebook? Bunch of assholes. Well, why do you think I'm so vanilla on the things that I post? I mean, I, I don't think I really even post much on Facebook personally, like on my own stuff, because I have way too much at risk. Well, I've just never been vanilla in my entire life. So, well, I only am there. Right. After a while, I just got, you know, I was kind of hitting that burnout and right. there was all the racial stuff. And then it's like, can I even say words that aren't going to offend somebody? No, you can't. Yeah, you, you can't. You can't even like and enjoy a meal because that's racist. Right. Everything you do is racist. And Exactly. And, and so at any, at any rate, um, there's tons of people out there. I think I had 4,000 some odd friends on my, on my page. I mean, I got like 100 now because... I can't remember everybody's name who was on my Facebook page, but uh, hit, hit up the new page. It's actually going. So if you want to send me a friend request, I will accept. Yeah. Can, should we call you alt Steve? <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of other platforms, uh, another one, I, it's one that I reviewed a few years ago called Vero, V-E-R-O. Mm -hmm. uh, that one actually has a chronological feed. And what's interesting, I was just watching a big creator. Um, I'm a big fan of Peter McKinnon. Have I ever told you about him? Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> it, it's not like I'm being a fangirl, like, oh, my God, he's so hot. And I want, no, it's not that. He's a photographer, brilliant guy, entertaining. Um, and he was he was doing a, he did a video on YouTube talking about <coughs> Instagram. These big, these big creators yeah. are seeing that their numbers are plunging. Because I think Instagram changed their algorithm to try to have a benefit towards the small creators. But then the big creators are paying for it. So they're finding a new spot. And with Lisa Vero, you see the stuff from the people you follow, and it's in chronological order without all this all the algorithm bullshit. Well, I, I think part of what uh, got me on Facebook there was number one, um, I had on like basically five thousand friends, basically. Yeah. Right, which is your what your cap is. Right. And so I was posting political stuff, political memes, and it's all funny shit. I mean, I, hell, I post shit about Republicans too. It didn't mm -hmm. matter if it was funny. I was fucking posting it. And, uh, you know, none of those got dinged. So I started getting dinged with the Hunter Biden stuff. And once that started, they were on me like flies on shit. So they, they've gone back like three years yeah, and dinged me on stuff from three years ago that I posted. Yeah. It was perfectly fine three years ago, mm -hmm. but now all of a sudden I'm an asshole. Yeah. So it's just less fun to be there. It's uh, just... Facebook's become a joke. And well, and, and it's interesting because as they alienate people, they're also losing market share on the daily. Yeah. Every day. Well, I mean, I went, I went, I'd switch from back in the day, I switched from MySpace to Facebook because mm -hmm. uh, I got kicked off MySpace because I had a fucking psycho stalker that reported me for shit all the time. And I got kicked off that fucking platform. Mm. Gotcha. And if you drop any more f bombs, you probably get us kicked off of whatever ones these are too. Yeah, whatever. No, <laughs> <I'm> kidding. <laughs> That's the funny part about it. I can sit here and go fuck you, fuck, 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 but you can't say anything about Hunter Biden. Great. Now you <laughs> said it all in a sentence, and Google is listening. Right. Facebook, um, 
Mark was the Zuck is, is listening. Oh, yeah. All right, let's say hi to some folks. I see yeah, Trent yeah. is here. Sorry. He says hi, Kate and Steve. Hey there, Trent. Great to see you. And barbecue 79. Good evening, Kate and Steve. Hello. Thanks for being here. Paul is here. He's yeah, I sent him a friend request today. And he's a boy. All right, here's a question for you, Steve. Scott is asking, mm-hmm. what's your take on GRT cars? Man, back in the day, they were freaking amazing. Um and they're modifieds and stuff. I had one of my really good friends is Bobby Hogue the fourth, and he, gosh, he ran. He won so many races in GRTs. It's ridiculous. Um, I think they're a good piece. Um, maybe a little behind the times, late model wise, modified wise. I think they're probably you know one of the better ones out there. I don't know a lot about modifieds, um, but I think I think they're a good car. Mm-hmm. Good. And Alan is here, says, um, hi, guys, listening from upstate New York. Great. Great to have you. And Chris, is there any power advantage with the 1.5 rockers for a 602? Well, they are 1.5. Okay. So they come from GM as 1.5. Now, if you're asking the question about the assholes selling rated rocker arms, then no, there's not. (laughs) Great. They're they're stealing your money. (laughs) All right. Um, and Paul says, I think I'm still barred from going live. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically, I'm a new account. I can go live anytime I want now. <laughs> oh, isn't that amazing? <laughs> wow. And Mike says, hello, Kate. And <laughs> AKA Mr. Happy. <laughs> I'm always happy. <laughs> yeah, you kind of, I don't know. I mean, it, yeah. How much happiness is in that glass? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It cures the pain sometimes. So what are you drinking today, Steve? Basic bitch ultra like I always do. <laughs> I am having a which we which we we held a my roommate and friend, we had a whole birthday party for him this past Saturday night. And I do believe I actually achieved the point of where I drank too much ultra, but it was actually mixed in with quite a bit of whiskey. So oh. Gotcha. Yeah, I was not feeling 100% on Sunday. You guys looked pretty rough, actually. <laughs> was... I saw him the next morning. I was like, oh, you guys recovering? Or, you know, <laughs> what you got going on? Because I retired at about, right. oh, what, midnight probably? I think so, yeah. You knocked out about midnight, I think. Yeah. I think I went to bed about 3.30. Of course, oh, the night before four. was 4. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Like, I remember when I was, like, 20 and... um no, I don't. Whether I'm just not that cool anymore, right. which is fine, or I. Well, we've kind of become a like a centralized gathering spot for, mm-hmm. you know, certain nights of the week. So, which is fun. Yeah, you know, was, it's like I'm reliving my 20s or 30s. But yeah, you are. If I thought it was a problem, I'd let you know. But I figured you were. You were. You're kind of getting that uh, second wind in life, almost, almost like a midlife right. crisis, but not really. <laughs> like, well, the cool part is I can sit there and drink and not have to drive anywhere or get an uber so it's like damn why not yeah yeah and, and be social and it's a good place for people to hang out correct and we got everything we need yep right there so yeah like even outside with it being cool you got a heater out there oh yeah there's a grill and a table and mm-hmm. yeah we're all good all right let's see what else we got aaron's here he says listening from louisiana we got nice. California, New York, Louisiana, yeah. upstate, um, all of that. And Paul says, Paul had touch happiness over the weekend. Had touch, Paul had touch happiness. Somebody touched you, Paul? 
Wow, and he's raising his hand. It, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't in the. It wasn't at the restroom at that club that you go to, was it? (laughs) (laughs) You don't want anybody touching the no-no place. (laughs) Wow. Wow. They made a whole song about that, I think. (laughs) He said, too much. Too much. (laughs) (laughs) Too much. Too soon. All right. Well, cool. Yeah. So anything else exciting? Well, I think. Your your drive shaft thing on fucking TikTok exploded. Wow. If any of you guys as racers, because I know who I'm talking to right yeah. now. Like you, like those of you who are listening, our racers. I know that there's some of our friends that listen. We're like, really? I mean, we don't really have anything that we, is that interesting to say if you're not a racer, but <coughs> for those of you who are racers, have you ever tried to have a conversation with people who don't understand what a race car is? And it's difficult. So what happened was last week I went on TikTok and I had a video showing carbon fiber drive shafts. I mean, I yeah. had a fast shaft, carbon fiber yeah. drive shaft. Next thing you know, TikTok decided. It like just won the world 100. Well, I mean, they, they did. <laughs> it's we're just kind of like capitalizing on that concept. I, actually, what happened yeah. was I'm not, um, I, I create content, uh, but I'm not a huge like fan of TikTok. But I really couldn't get anybody just to make TikToks for me. Right. So, I mean, my, my virtual assistant wor- is working on it and Tori's helped out. And, yep. and they've tried, but you really need to just kind of talk to the camera. And so I decided last Monday, <laughs> all right, I make a list. Five things I'm going to make TikToks about. Went out there with my phone, tripod, and I just shot them one after another after another. Like, okay, here, I'm going to have one right. every single day this week. Well, that first one on Monday, it just blew the hell up. And the last time I looked over the weekend, 121,000 views or something. Yes. Yes. But everybody with a Duramax and a Camaro and a a Mustang Mustang. and I don't know, El Camino, whatever. Like, do you have it for a Mazda? Dudes with Hondas that don't know that they don't need a drive shaft. (laughs) Then I was like, okay, um, I don't know. I just sell race car parts. And then I get the whole, well, well, um, well, what do you consider a race car? I mean, yeah. I have I have a race car, but it can drive on. But the I street. drive it on the street. Yeah. It's like um, at, at some point, I had to tell somebody like, what you need to do is Google Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series, and yep. then that'll show you the kind of cars. If you exactly. got one of those, I can help you. But if, if you, you don't, don't, fuck you. No, no. <laughs> well, but oh my that, gosh. But- then the crazy thing is it shows it to way too many people. And then I had the trolls yep. and I had somebody telling me that I looked like an, am, am an amateur, but he spelled amateur wrong. Yeah. He, he spelled it armature. Yeah. So I'm, an, <laughs> I'm an armature. <laughs> <laughs> like a wire armature. Right. Anyway. Um, Anyways, yeah. So then there was another guy that, so I actually did a clapback video. It's on been that. a week. Yeah. It's been. Yeah. And then I did. Then there was somebody else that was like, um, oh, well, you said it doesn't have greasable joints. You know, it should have greasable joints. And I doubt it's made in the USA. So I called Pat or so Fast like, Shafts. And, like, and I was like, okay, yeah, here's the components. Like the tubes are from California. The ends are from here. It's all United right. States stuff. So anyway, that was um, took far more time of my week last week than I wanted to. <laughs> it was funny as fuck. <laughs> Golly. Yeah, I mean, my normal videos over there, I mean, one thing I like is it does reach people and oh, it yeah. reaches more people than just my core audience. And so we're growing over there. Right. And hey, I mean, Facebook, Instagram, 
do better. Yeah. Uh, just do better. Actually, YouTube does a pretty good you job. Did, you did send me a video for your OnlyFans page. <laughs> did. <laughs> As a joke. Yeah. Yeah. Not that you have an OnlyFans page. <laughs> I do page. not. I do not have an OnlyFans <laughs> page. But I, but I sent him this short video. It's just me jumping rope. So it's just, I mean, I don't want to get too carried away here. Fully clothed. Yeah. At the store. Thanks for I'm, bouncing, though. And I'm jumping rope. <laughs> and, uh, and so Tori and I are joking around. <laughs> My assistant, amazing assistant, Tori. And uh, we're joking around. I was like, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just, anyway, we were going back and forth. And I was like, yeah, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to send that to Steve and tell him, you know, hey, tell me what you think. I This is for my OnlyFans page. <laughs> he just, apparently he does not think I'm eligible for OnlyFans. By the way, where's my boxes of candy? Oh, uh, right here. Okay, cool. Boom. Right. Boom. What we have here, we are helping a little girl. Her name is Addison. That is Tori's daughter. She is the evil assistant to the evil assistant. Yes. So if anybody wants candy... Uh, if you buy a whole box, there's 60 of those little candy bars in a box. And it's $60. And they're badass. Yes. Could, and I will, I will ship them out to you. Yeah, because it does say the world's finest chocolate. It is the world's finest chocolate. We have here, looks like we have wafer and caramel, dark chocolate, uh, Wells Fargo. Or Wells Fargo. Wells Fargo. I, I see WF and I'm right. Wells Fargo. World's finest crisp. There's almond and mil it. milk chocolate. Yeah. There's like seven yeah. flavors. It's pretty so, badass. So, yeah. So, is that me, mine to take? Yeah, it's a full, full box. Right, cool. I, I opened so, it up so we could display it. But yes, right, yes, so. you can take that. And if anybody else wants um, some chocolate, they're just doing the fundraiser this week. Real game changer in my life, I will have to say, is winning the candy bar selling contest when I was mm -hmm. in elementary school. Yep. Honestly, it was the first thing that I ever won in my whole life. And I know how that feels. And it felt amazing. And it still sticks with me. So we're trying to make letter, her win. And we really are trying to help her win. Uh, yep. that would, uh, this little girl is just a firecracker. I think Steve's got a picture oh, right she's here. She's a cute little shithead. So. Yes. And just a sweet little girl helps us out. You have to, there's the camera. There's Addison with, uh, with candy bars. So right that there. is the evil assistant to the evil assistant. So that is Addison Radford, yes. which is Tori's daughter. Yep. So we want to, and, and, you know, the good thing too, is all of this money is going to get them new playground equipment at the elementary school. Oh yeah. So that's pretty exciting. Okay, we got a question here. All right. Oh, before we move on to that, I see um, Paul. Um, he says, hey, I, I got a Duramax and a Camaro. <laughs> Would you like me to bring you a carbon fiber drive shaft, Paul? <laughs> if you had a race car, we could help you. <laughs> <laughs> and then John says, speaking of drive shafts, funny rule I've ever seen. Funniest rule I've ever seen. Must have car number on drive shaft. I know. That's just... God, that's lud just ludicrous. Uh, do we think that if somebody loses a drive shaft while they're on the track, that like we're all going to be wondering, whoa, whoa, who lost who lost a drive shaft? I, I mean, it was like the rules back in the day where you had to have your number on the lead on the car. Now that makes sense. Well, it doesn't make sense. What are they going to do? Sue you because your lead fell off? Well, I mean, I mean at, least, at least you can get your lead back. It's just stupid, right? Well, you're going to know if you drop lead. I mean, I would think, but yeah. at any rate. All right. So you had a question. Both. All right. Trent has a question. He says, E85 question for you, Steve. Mm -hmm. What leak down number should I start to get concerned about? I switched this year and my percentages are climbing at a much higher rate than they did on gas. Is that normal? Uh, it's probably going to be because um, normally you don't have quite the, you know, uh, 
I mean, you're essentially trying to wash down the cylinder. So it's going to be very similar with methanol and E85. Um, so yeah, it wouldn't surprise me that, that your, uh, your leak down numbers are climbing. Not to mention, um, I don't know. Um, yeah, we'll just stick with that. Okay. I don't want to get too involved in, in that answer. I mean, you call me and I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you about it. Yeah. And that was, that was the Steve cam. Yeah. <laughs> and I fucking hate Steve cam. So. Hey, I have to be on TikTok. goddamn Facebook and the fucking Steve cam are two things that I fucking despise. <laughs> hey, I'm on TikTok, So I'm just trying to share the love. <laughs> no. So UPS guy shows up. I'm getting afternoon. another beer, by the way. Are you going next door to get another? No, beer? I'm not. I put one in there. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, great. You're going to desert me. Um, so I'm going to tell you this story. I'm going to tell everybody the story. So the UPS guy shows up today at about four fifteen or so. And he's you know, so used to seeing me with like my hair in a messy bun, <laughs> all of that. And so he shows up and he's like, Whoa, do you have a date or something? I mean, your hair's down, you got <laughs> lipstick on. And, and I'm like, no, I was shooting TikToks." And he's like, really? Like, re- really? You were, you were really? It's like, yeah, I was shooting TikToks for race car parts and if i don't have lipstick on i look dead in video so yeah that's right. i didn't have a date on tiktok that was my story all right i see jerry is here from yakima washington i think we've got like the the whole like coast to coast covered <laughs> here and that's awesome and hunter's here hey kate and steve hey hunter and uh let's see what else any other questions you guys have go ahead and drop them in and oh yeah, Mike says, um, "Hey, I have a Camaro with the Duramax, matched rockers, and a converter." <laughs> <laughs> we can <laughs> definitely not help you. <laughs> Mike is a longtime viewer. Yep. Love he comes up with some of the best stuff. And for anybody who's new here, just look up on the Crate Insider YouTube channel. Look up the Abgas. Uh, there was just a question about Abgas on one uh, aviation fuel abgas on one of our podcasts and so we just clipped out that yep. piece of it and the comment section it the video itself isn't really that entertaining no but the comment section is oh it's because <laughs> you're an idiot steve i know i know <laughs> that's what facebook told me today so yeah I, know. I mean i had no idea that there were so many people out there that the, i've been a- fact checked damn it <laughs> oh, wow you've been fact checked by the passionate abgas guys wow all right Alan's got a question. Kate or Steve, just jump in. But what is your recommendation for replacing headers to be super consistent? I take very good care of my headers, but wonder about their lifespan. Um, generally, on uh, if you're racing dirt, generally and mild steel, I would honestly change them every year. Um, stainless, they're going to last you forever. So if that's an investment you're willing to make, in one shot, I would definitely recommend stainless if it's legal for what you're doing. A lot of a lot of series or a lot of classes, it's not legal. But uh, stainless is the way to go. If not, I would literally replace them every year. Because you're going to get scaling inside the pipes. The outside's going to rust. I mean, you're going to start breaking tubes. Um, that's just a very common thing to have happen. Well, one, one good thing, too, is by replacing them each year, doesn't mean you have to throw them away. No, I'd just sell them. Just put them on the secondhand market and sell them secondhand because there's always going to be some dude that needs a set of headers that can't afford to buy a new set. So, well, And another idea, too, is also just to have a spare set. There's that. Yeah, I mean, you never know. I mean, you can get them crushed or whatever. So, 
Yeah. 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 Ba basically, every year, you normally mild steel is quite a bit cheaper than stainless, obviously. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if it's in the budget to do that every year, that'd be one of the things I'd do. Yeah. Let's talk about some of the other things that it's good to replace on a yearly basis. Spark plug wires, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Um, obviously, distributor cap, rotor, um, stuff like that. Master distributor cylinder. gear, master cylinders. Um, yeah, there's several things that are that you should probably replace every now a lot of this depends on how much you race and it also depends on what you're racing in yeah so a lot of the asphalt guys get away running stuff a lot longer than what the dirt guys do because you know they're running on asphalt and they're prissy and clean and everything else so yeah well they're just not going to get the same yeah wear on them well worst thing they get like a little bit of rubber here and there so mm -hmm. um, very true very true. I, I think that covers a lot of it. I mean, you know, obviously belts, any of your belts. Yeah, belts, belts in dirt cars get a lot of abuse because you're washing the car all the time. Mm -hmm. um, same with, you know, anything, impact foam, anything like that. I mean, it's going to get, because you're washing it, it's, you know, the water is going to deteriorate it over a certain period of time. So, yeah. Um, asphalt, like, again, they get away with, you know, having shit last a lot longer. Yeah, very true. Um, I think those are some good tips, especially as we're going into. Well, it's like the your fire suit that you wear. <clears throat> you know, uh, if you don't wash it properly, that fire suit's a useless pile of shit after the third or fourth time you wash it. So, mm -hmm. you know, it's just stuff like that you got to be aware of. Yeah, well, and especially we're wrapping up the season in a lot of places. Yeah. And making plans for winter. Yep. Now is a good time to be taking a look at that. You know, because there's a lot of things. There are a lot of items where it's not going to. There's not going to be a huge revelation. I mean, master cylinders haven't changed for however many, like right. probably 50 years. So you're not going to like buy in master, new master cylinders this week and go, oh my gosh, they came up with the best newest thing out there next week. It's just not going to happen. So some of this, some of this you can be acquired. <coughs> no, unfortunately they're, they're cheap. So yeah. Yeah. And they're, and they're designed that way. Yep. By the way, there's some on my shelf. They're designed to actually be replaceable. They are. Yeah. They're not really meant to be no. rebuildable. No. Yeah. So, so anyway, that, those are our few little tips yep. there. Um, how about you? Uh, any questions that you've been receiving this week? No. Well, I mean, I mean, since the last time we did it, no. Yeah. I mean, I probably have had questions again. I just don't write them down if it's just, you know, something I answer real quick. Yeah. All right, here's a, here's another question right here. And you guys keep asking questions. That's why we're here. Mm -hmm. Steven says, how often should power valves need to be done under normal circumstances? And what makes them go bad? It says he has a 602 crate with a Holly 650 HP, and he's running a VP98. Uh, honestly, the biggest myth in the world is power valves go bad. Really? Um, it's, yeah, I mean, you, you hear guys will be like, oh, if it backfires through the carburetor, the power valve is bad. Stuff like that. I mean, it's been it's been going on for years. No, that's not what happens. Power valves go bad over time just due to the just due to the uh, rubber in the in the power valve itself. Oh, so, um, God, really? I don't. I can personally say I've never had a power valve go bad on anything I've raced since I was 16 years old. I've never had a power valve go bad. Um, generally, if it pops through the carburetor. Um, I check the floats, especially if you're running brass floats, because it'll collapse those. Mm -hmm. But as far as power valves, I I can't even recall a time I, one's gone bad, honestly. 
Now, is, is that something that just as a yearly maintenance as you go through your car? Well, I would. I mean, it's just something that, that you're gonna that you're gonna change out. Like if you like get a rebuild kit from somebody for your carburetor, it's gonna come with power valves. We'll just put them in, you know. Mm-hmm. But you've never but, had an issue through the season, but that's because no. of your good maintenance program. No, never. Uh, with your good yeah. maintenance program, you're replacing them on a consistent basis. No, I mean, it'd be a yearly thing to replace. But as far as like just randomly going bad, I've honestly never seen one randomly go bad. Good to know. And speaking of a winterizing. A lot, lot of the power valve thing is like old wives tale shit. And normally it dates back to years ago when everybody was running brass floats. And basically what would happen is if it did pop back through the carburetor, the brass float would collapse. And create a scenario to where, you know, everybody's like, oh, the power valve's gone bad. But it really wasn't. It was the no. floats. Right. Right. Okay. Ready for the next question? Sure. Okay. Don says, how do we winterize our Willie's equalizer carb? Um, honestly, I'd, I'd probably call Willie and ask him. Because... Mm-hmm. Um, is it like the equalizer with Super Bowls or just like a standard one with the equalizer stuff? Because, I mean, standard one, I do it just like we've recommended in plenty of videos or plenty of times here. But I don't I don't know how you'd want to do it on this Super Bowl stuff. Yeah, that'd be a good question for Yeah, Willie. it'd be really good. Yeah. And uh, Mike, Mike has a great suggestion. He says, uh, should replace your Crate Insider stickers every year, too. <laughs> um, they cut down on wind resistance, and they keep your car looking professional. You know what? I have had no Crate Insider stickers in forever. Oh, I have some. News to me. My brother gave me some. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Since I, your brother's the main supplier of them. He, well, he's the only supplier of them. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. The main only supplier. The main only supplier. Yeah, we'll get you some stickers. Yeah, to get out there. No problem. Okay, so Steve says, will this winter be a shit show for getting a new 604 or has GM upped inventory? <sighs> Dude, I don't even know. Um, we don't know yet. See, I mean, there's different ways of looking at this. So there's a few dealerships that I deal with only on 604s, 525s, or 602s. And the price I pay for it, I just charge that to my customer. Now, not, you know, GM's got their, uh, what is it, map pricing. Mm-hmm. So you can't advertise anything for less than map pricing. Well, let's just talk about supply. Let's not talk about pricing. I'm just talking about this because this is a fact. So here's here's the deal. I'm not, I can't advertise what I can sell one for. But if you call me, I can tell you what I can sell one for. Because if I call my dealerships, they can tell me what they can sell it for, but they can't advertise it for less than that. Less than map. Right. So anyways, the guys I deal with, I pay X amount, X amount right here. I'm not paying this amount up here from people I don't normally deal with because I don't make any money off them. I pass along my exact cost to the customer. I make my money on the back end doing the blueprinting work and doing everything else. So that being said, uh, it's kind of a shit show getting motors and I don't see it getting much better. Okay. All right. And we're in, we're in a big problem with like 525s because 525s are they're not going to be releasing 525s until I think the back order log is like October, November. 
Now, of course, we were supposed to be getting 602s at the end of August, but here we are in, what is this now? End of September? Oh, it's, it's, um, yeah, we're waiting. It's still the end of August. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're saying end of October, November? Well, that's on 525s. 604s, like I said, we were supposed to get them at the end of August. And now we're almost a month after that, and we've got no 604s. Are they out there? Yes, they are. Am I going to pay the price for them that they want? No, I'm not. Well, I think really what you're saying, one thing you've told me is that with all of the back orders that GM has, that the way they're distributing the engines, instead of having any preferential treatment for the true GM performance dealers, they are distributing them in the order in which the orders were taken. So if you might find like maybe Jegs or Summit or Speedway could have them. You might be paying extra money for those, but at least you could get them. Or Motor State or whatever. Right. Yeah, wherever. Well, I mean, for instance, I've got a customer that needs a block for 525. There's not one block in the entire country. Not on not on the GM locator, right? Mm -hmm. So talking to one of my main suppliers, there's not a block in the entire country, any GM dealership. Look it up on Motor State today. They got three. Yeah. (laughs) So it's a fucking shit show. Well, okay. All right. So Jason has a question. He says, is it cost effective to refresh a 602 or just buy a new engine? What's the price difference? 1000% cost effective to rebuild your 602. If you'd asked me this eight years ago, I said, I'd have said buy a new engine. Um, so today on average, you're paying $3,000 to refresh and completely blueprint your 602. It has never been gone through before. Um, and then a new one's like, well, I don't want to, I can't quote prices on here, but you can look up the price of a new one on map pricing and I'll tell y'all in just a second. Maybe subtract a little bit. Well, we're just going to go with map just because that's what we're going to go with. And current price. Unfortunately, we can't talk pricing. um, Currently at 602, the minimum advertised price is $6,063.75. So it's half the cost. Mm -hmm. So yes, absolutely. Because once your 602 is rebuilt, uh, it's as good as new. And probably better, honestly, because at that point, you know, the cylinder walls are round and the rod, the, the small ends of the rods or big ends of the rods are round, shit like that. The valve job's actually done correctly. So I, I would definitely recommend rebuilding one uh, versus buying a new one if it's a rebuildable product. Great. And now Aaron's here. He says, I'm building a factory stock. We have two engine options. Option one is a bone stock 350 with a mild cam and a two-barrel carb. Option two is a GM 602 with a two-barrel carb. What would you recommend? Not um, si- hang on just a second. Yeah, Will you clarify uh, on this one, Aaron? Because most time when I see rules like this, they've got the 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 built engine with a, with a two-barrel carb and the 602 with a four-barrel. And that's what I normally see in, in rules packages like this. <coughs> Oh, I don't, I don't know why why to answer that, but well, I um, mean, just reading what you're saying there, then I would honestly go with a 602. I mean, although I don't know what mild cam means, but um, yeah, in that scenario, I'd probably go with a 602. And why would you prefer a 602? Because you're going to spend an ass load of money actually building one. Well, I, I don't know, bone stock 350, but it depends on what 350 it is and what year and. 
there's so many different variables there. I'd have to look at the rules. Yeah. If you'd email me, honestly, if you if you'd email me at hindrancing at gmail.com and email me the rules, I'll look at it tomorrow and uh, I'll give you my recommendation. Yeah, I'm gonna put that up on the screen here. So Hendren Racing at gmail.com. I'm gonna add that banner. So there we go. And we'll show that one. There we go. So that's your email address right there, Hendren Racing at gmail.com and that that's a great idea yeah yeah yeah, yeah just do that and, and, and they are both with the two barrel is what he's saying yeah i i see that but yeah just forward me the rules and i'll give you my opinion on that <clears throat> just based on what i'm reading i'm gonna say 602 but good call and it's interesting paul says uh, that's what the 604s were when we first started mm -hmm. exactly mm -hmm. great great <coughs> um and more questions you guys drop them in Drop them in. I'm gonna pull this off the screen. All right, we're back. We're back. <coughs> Yay. Are you? You don't have anything, do you? You're coughing over here. You're That's because I'm still the fucking vape thing. Oh, okay, just making sure you don't have the thing or anything, right? Oh, do not blow. Nope. Nope. Do not do that. No. Nope. Want to be safe. All right. Um, wow, just quiet all of a sudden. Um, yeah, so we're leaving Thursday. I'm looking forward to being in Pittsburgh. Yep, I'm gonna pick up my best friend from the airport where we are. Mm -hmm. Um, on Thursday evening, early, early mm -hmm. evening, like four o'clock, four thirty. And uh, this will be his first trip to Pittsburgh for Dad's race, so it should be pretty cool. Yeah, so if you guys have some, hopefully, a stupid piece of shit fucking hurricane doesn't screw up Saturday, but. Yeah. So um, if you have been to the Pittsburgh area and have some suggestions for fun things we could show somebody, then let me know. A couple of my favorite things to do are to go down to the like Station Square. And I also like the Duquesne Incline. Those are a couple of my favorites mm -hmm. in the downtown area. But if you've got some other suggestions, you know, drop into the comments. We do see the comments on on these videos. Oh, yeah. So I would love to love to know that. And, and yeah, Paul says, looks like it's not. All right, good. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. No hurricanes. I'm over. I don't want any hurricanes. I know. I know my son's going to a bachelor getaway. Yeah. This weekend. And he's going, uh, they're like going to be at the South Carolina, Georgia border and they're supposed to get it, but. Oh, wow. Like by the. Unless it turns and goes away, but. Can you believe, I, I mean, I just saw headlines. I didn't actually look at any of it, but it looks like Canada got hit with a hurricane. What? I swear. I mean, I'm not making this stuff up. I I swear. Canada got hit with a hurricane. I think it was Hurricane Fiona. What are you talking about? <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, I, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to look it up because Hurricane Fiona and Canada. I swear to God. Canada damage. There we go. So, yeah. Hurricane Fiona hits Eastern Canada. Jesus Christ. I never would have thought that. I know. Hmm. 
but my mic actually did something up. Oh, who knows? Oh, no, now who it's back knows? up. Now we're back. back. All right. Uh, and Andy is actually here. That's his yep. bachelor party. He says, we're going to name this Hurricane Bree because it's trying to mess my back. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and Bree, of course, is his fiance's name. So <laughs> His wonderful fiance, who is 10,000 times better than She's Andy. She's amazing. We love her. Love her. we got a wedding to go to in a few weeks That's here. Right. Exactly. Yeah, lots of eventful Looking weekends. forward to it. Yeah, this, this whole rest of September, October, a lot of great things going on. For yep. sure. And Andrew works for Pro, Pro Fabrication, which is one of the uh, title sponsors for yeah. uh, Dad's Memorial Race. Yes. So, yes. Then, and big supporters of the Cars Racing Show. Absolutely. So, love working with them for sure. And let's see here. So, Scott says Bilstein or QA1 for late model? Bilstein. Sure. Oh, okay. That's the question. Yeah. All right. Talk to Robbie, Robbie Bilbury. Yeah. Yep. Robbie's. So incredible. Actually, he works at NASA. That's his day job. Yeah. I mean, he's such a smart guy. Yep. Love Robbie. He's fantastic. Absolutely. And yeah, I, and, and I guess in world things, Puerto Rico lost power, you know, with, with, with all that hurricane stuff. Doesn't surprise me. No. It's Puerto no. Rico after all. I know. Talk about just absolute trash government. I mean, I've been down there before. Just terrible government. Terrible. So that's that's a government that doesn't take care of its people or if it's in infrastructure. But it's sad to see it hit Canada. Oh yeah. They do a good job of keeping their stuff keeping their stuff good and nice. So did you make any TikToks this week, Steve? Or only God, fans no, videos? I can't, no, I, yeah. Well, you're on TikTok. You just don't know it. Yeah, I'm yeah, I don't. Yeah. Yeah, no. You could you could be a TikTok star. I don't like the fucking Chinese, so I don't like TikTok. Hey, it doesn't matter what I think. It matters where my customers are, and they're out there hanging out on TikTok. I got you. I got yeah, you. For, for a while. Um, great. I think that's all we got. Didn't Andy say something? No, just the Hurricane Brie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Hurricane yeah. Brie. same right. thing. So I guess we, uh, oh, we got another uh, another question right here. Mm -hmm. Trina's here, says, I just joined in, but I used to love going to Hulahan Station Square. Yep, Hulahan's in Station Square, absolutely. Try Kennywood. There was a shooting there over the weekend can no longer go to a music amusement park without being shot. Hmm. The new tent city has been a popular attraction. Wow. Well, I'm bringing a gun, so. My or probably goodness. two. The things that you announce on this show. Well, I mean, I mean, you can legally, now you can legally travel in Pennsylvania. So long as it's unloaded, you can like travel with one. Okay. We're like every other time we've gone to Pennsylvania, I've got it loaded and you're not, you know, if we got busted, we'd be in trouble. You'd but, be in jail? Yeah. Okay. Well, I think you're thinking about bringing my Glock, right? Uh, I'll probably bring my SIG and your Glock. Okay. Yeah, we just, we just make plans while we're on the show. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, and Paul says, you guys need to rent Segways down the city and ride them. Oh, I will have to bring a GoPro for that. I do not want to break my neck. That would be so funny. That would not be funny. Not, got, not the breaking neck part, but I've never been on one of those segways. I, I remember seeing, I mean, I've seen them. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, no, that would not okay. be my, uh, be fun. not be my Paul, forte. Paul does say film it, please. Film it, please. <laughs> I totally would. And, oh, and Mike says even a hurricane won't cancel a hockey game in Canada. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. It, it makes sense. Nothing. Nothing's more important than hockey. No. Hey, light some candles. It's already cold. It'll keep the it'll keep the rink cold. <laughs> the rink cold, so it'll be all right. 
All right. I think we'll wrap things up. Yeah. So our promos of the week. If you want to buy candy bars and support our elementary school, let me or Steve know. I am actually shipping some of them. We'll let you let you know because I'm not shipping shit. Okay. Well, because I'm too busy. Yeah, I will sell them to you for like a dollar a piece. I'm not going to ship out like one candy bar. So if you want like a box or half a box or something, yeah. let me know. And I will, um, Crate Insider will cover the shipping on that. Oh, nice. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to get a whole box. Oh, absolutely. You know, well, that'll be our little contract. And I, it is legit good candy. So. Yeah, it, it really is. Because it is the world's finest. It's the world's finest. And, you know, I think they do a good job. Of, no, I do of, too. The, car, the caramels are awesome. That's yeah. what I like. But. And there's more of those in the box than really anything else. Exactly. So that's good. And that's about all we got. And so, yeah, this weekend. Yep. See you Thursday, PMS, Paul. We will be there. Let me know. Let me, let me know what time you guys get set up. Because I'm picking my buddy up at like 430 at uh, Pittsburgh Airport. Then we're going to get a room. We'll probably like go eat something. And then just let me know what time you guys get out there. And we'll come hang out for a little bit. You do realize that they'll probably have their stuff set up by noon. In the they probably the will. Yeah. They only live like a mile from there. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever it takes. All right. Well, in the meantime, we will get back to work and we'll be back on the show next Monday. Uh, go live Tuesday or excuse me, wow, Mondays, Mondays, Monday, Monday, Mondays Monday. at 7 p.m. on YouTube and Facebook. Yep. So we'll see you next time. Thanks for being here.